Hi, Hi everyone. everyone. And welcome to another episode of ITT Podcast, Podcast, which stands for In This Together Podcast. Our podcast is our honest take on relationships, love, and marriage, with the aim of sharing our views and experiences for you to take from it whatever you need. So whether you're single, dating, in a relationship, or happily married, there is something in it for you. Hi everyone! Today's episode is called Why Buy the Cow When You Can Get the Milk for Free? Now Frank did not like this title but it's something that's always stuck with me. Yeah. Why buy the cow when you can get the milk for free and we're going to be talking about how much should you allow yourself to act like a husband or a wife in a relationship that is not fully committed so you're not married. Yeah. Um, and maybe you do want to get married. So how much of that should you actually allow? Yeah. So the saying, why buy the cow when you can get the milk for free? What does it mean to you, Frank? And why do you not like it? Because technically you didn't even want us to name it this. Yeah, because the way I see it, I see it the way it says the cow. Like, yeah, but the cow <laughs> all I think about is cow and milk. <laughs> so, no, but it's not an actual. I know, cow. I know. I know what you're saying. I know. I just don't like the saying. I just, I think it's... Because we don't come up with another <laughs> words for it. I mean, most people do know the why by the cow saying. And yeah. I think it's one of those things where because we're talking about committing in a relationship that you're not fully committed yeah. in, where you're not married, you haven't kind of taken that leap. A lot of the times people say things like, oh, well, why should I? Why should I be doing stuff for you? I'm not your husband. Yeah. And, you know. So basically, why should a woman do all the wife stuff when she's not married to you, right? But not just the woman. Obviously, the man, the man is more like, well, why, yeah. Oh, yeah, why, you know, obviously, why should a man behave like a husband to you? Yeah, when he's when not. He's not. And it's an interesting point. I think there's a lot we can say to kind of break it down. Mm. So, yeah, what does it mean to you? I understand why you don't ask it. <laughs> I'll give it that. What does it mean to you? I, I get it. I understand the saying, and mm. I think it's absolutely right to ask that question. Yeah. Um. So to me, it's good that people analyze that before mm. they fully commit, before they fully give themselves to anyone. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So I, I do agree with the saying. I just don't. Just the milk and the cow bit. That just, <laughs> just throws me up every time I hear it. So what about you? I mean, you you love the saying. You're always saying it. So what does it mean? So do I always say that? You say it quite a lot. Like, you say it quite a lot. Is it just since we've been talking about this episode? Even before that, like in the past, you said it like, in like um, things that have happened on like social media and stuff when, you know, there have been like discussions. Mm. You'd be like, well, clearly like, yeah. why am I in the why am I the weekend? <laughs> you know, like when guys are like, you know, misbehaving and stuff on social media, you just be like, well, you know, the way to what the women are behaving is kind of like, well. Why am I like that? Yeah, but. I tend to say why buy the cow and I don't mean the woman is a cow, but I just mean it's that notion and we all know what I mean. Why commit when you could keep getting it for free? What? Yeah, when you can get the perks of what you should, should yeah. get in commitment yeah. for free. And I think yeah. that's a valid point. Yeah. Um, so why are we talking about this? Mm, yeah, I would ask you that question. <laughs> why are we really? Was this my topic? Okay, I yes, this was your topic. This was, was not my topic. Yeah. I think it's an important topic. But anyway, I think the reason why we're talking about this is because I think it's crucial to kind of understand what steps you should be taking before yeah. marriage and what could be too much. Mm -hmm. Now, like we always say, ITD podcast is our opinion. It is mm -hmm. not 
Bible. <laughs> you know, no, no. it's not um, no. it's not scripture. It's how we think about it. Yeah. It's how we feel about it. And it's one of those things where we can only talk about it from our experience. And so for me, I think it's important to kind of break down some of the things that as a woman, I think a man should do for you, for you to even get to the point where you want to commit to him. Yeah. But at yeah. the same time, yeah. um, it, it'll be interesting, I think, for our listeners, for them to hear your perspective about yeah. why about those things that I think and then the things that yeah. I can do yeah. the same with the things that you think. Um so let's kind of define what we think acting like a spouse before marriage is. Okay. Who's going first? Well I'll go first. I'll go first. From from a from a man's perspective, like, you know, if you listen to our is it our previous podcast where we speak about is it traditional men and traditional women? <laughs> right. We talk about the man paying everything. But for this topic, you should not be doing any of that. Or you shouldn't be going to that length until there's some sort of, some form of commitment. Mm. So you need to give it, I would say about 25%. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Or 30% until that commitment is there. Yeah, I know, I know. This is not serious. I know, why I you know. Gonna... <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. I, let me finish. Hence why it is important for us men to take the lead, right? And then mm-hmm. ensuring the commitment is there rather than the woman chasing us for it. Because we are expected to to be the leaders, right? Yeah, but how are you going to take the lead if you're only giving 25%? But this is the point I'm trying to, this is the point I'm trying to make. We can't give 120% when that relationship is not committed. It's not like, you're not my wife, we're like boyfriend and girlfriend. Yeah. So it is for you as a man, if you are feeling like you want to give a lot more, that's a signal that it's time for you to then ask that question. About marriage? Yeah. But what about the whole kind of, um, when they talk about the honeymoon period, the beginning of the relationship, the whirlwind romance, what about that stage where you fall madly in love with a woman and you don't know her enough yet? You know, you know that she seems like someone you want to be with, but you still want to take your time getting to know her. Yeah. But you might feel in that beginning stage like you want to give more. Yeah. You can give more. You should give more. But I think there are certain things you've got to scale back on. You've got to be able to hold back on certain things. Mm-hmm. Because just like women, men could get hurt as well. We do get hurt as well. Yeah, yeah. So I'm not saying, okay, when I said 20%, I'm just being, I'm being stingy. I'm just being stingy. <laughs> yeah, sorry. I'm a tight, I'm a tight Eastern guy. Okay. 60%. Oh, come on. No, no, no. I'm a percentage. No, no, no. I'm a, I'm a percentage kind of person. So I, no, 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 no. I'm just thinking to myself, I'm just thinking like, obviously 20% is a bit. If you'll give you 20%, she's not going to want to be with you. Yes. Yeah. That's a fact. So I'll say about, I'll say about 60%, about 50, 50, 60%. Okay. So have I, have I convinced you to update? Yeah, no, because <laughs> I, I thought I had to think about it. And uh, my first response was a bit, like on a defensive kind of tip because I've put myself in that position that I've just met a girl. But when you mentioned the whole, if you fall in love, like you fell in love with the girl and da, 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 you as a man, I mean, don't forget, she's the prize. So if she's the prize, you have to be trying to, you have to sure. try and show her. Yeah. So you need to give more. So even the 60% might be Maybe it's just the case of your, um, your percentage, as you like to see it, is increasing. And it, over time, as, time it as she up. earns it, it builds, it builds up. Yeah. up. So but, I can understand that. But you've got to be able to show her what you can do. Mm-hmm. Right? Show her what you can do for her, what you can bring to the table. Yeah. Not the man, table. And leave the table out of it. Social media loves the table. That's their business. <laughs> as a man, you've got to be able to put your chips on the table and mm-hmm. say, right, this is what I can do. This is this is me. And I think women have to do that more than women. Yeah. 
Yeah, some guys are like, they want to see what a woman can do before they show them. And I think it goes back to something we talk about in season one, where it's like, who's the prize? Yeah. I think there is something there around nowadays men feeling like, well, she needs to earn the title of a wife. Yeah. Whereas I've always seen it like you have to show her that you're worthy of being her husband, like someone she should say yes to, because technically you're the one that's going to propose to her yeah. normally. Yeah. Yeah. So to me, I've always seen it as the man needs to give a little bit more. Yeah. So when they talk about, you know, oh, well, why buy the cow when you get the milk for free? Yeah. For me, because men hold the key most of the time on that commitment, yeah. I think that phrase applies a bit more to women. I think it's something that women need to think about a bit more because if you're not going to propose to a man and I'm the kind of person that I do not recommend proposing to a man, if you've done it and it worked for you, then it's fine. But I think because men tend to be the ones that are commitment phobes sometimes, not all men, but because they tend to be that, I feel like you need to let him get to that point where he's comfortable making that commitment. You don't want that thrown back in your face. So I feel like if the man is the one that's going to kind of take that step and move the relationship to that level of engagement or marriage, you know, obviously you're going to evaluate him as well. And you might say yes, you might say no, but I'm saying the question will often be asked by him. Then it's for him to put his best foot forward. And it's for you to try and give enough to kind of sustain the relationship. But not too much where, what's the point of that? That's why why when you ask me the question, me saying 20%, I think I was answering for the women. Mm. Yeah. Because as a man, you know, we pursue. Yeah. The, we pursue women. So it's a case of she should be giving 20%. And increasing it. And increasing it. All the time. Then I think more, she's going to be more, more, 20, more, <laughs> I mean, if you're a calculated person, yeah. you can have like milestones. Like when yeah. you reach certain milestones, you give them a bit more. You give them a bit more. Yeah. You give them a bit more. That's you right. know, show yeah. more commitment. So I think when I respond to that question, I was actually thinking about thinking it about from it from our side, not mm-hmm. from America. From a man's point of view, you have to put your best foot forward because yeah. if you love her or you fell in love with her, you want her to stay, you want yeah. her to stay with you. So you're gonna be upfront. You, you want to show her you're serious. So you can't be giving no average. Yeah, I don't think that that's conducive to like no. a no. relationship where you're taking the lead and you're driving yeah. it forward as a man. Yeah. But also, you know, I was thinking while you were talking as well, the question of what you should be doing, mm. what you should be giving. Mm. There is an element as well of a man not giving too much, much. as well. Mm. I still feel like men should give a bit more because they have to drive the relationship, but there is something around it's still applying to them as well. Well, yeah, the, yeah, well. Yeah, but that's a good point. A little bit. Maybe. But how much How much do men really give? Like, if you think about what a man should be doing in a relationship, provide, protect, mm. and... um. Is, is there another P? I think there's another P somewhere. I'm trying to make it three P out. It's provide, protect, and... It might not be a P. It might be something... Procreate. <laughs> it might be. No, 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 obviously... It is procreate. Yeah. Yeah, we, yeah um, you wouldn't need him to do that. But provide and protect, right? So... And that's the main ones, I think. Yeah. If you love your girlfriend, you will protect them. It's yeah. the provided bit that has a question mark around yeah. it that people are... Because a lot of guys, will prote- they'll be like, no, no, that's... Don't talk to my girl like that. They, they're ready to stand and protect, but the providing bit is where people, I believe, people are like stuck. Mm, where they talk okay. about that white for the man for the when we're looking at it for yeah, the man's priority. Okay, well let's explore that then. What does providing mean as a man? Take care of everything. Well, you always go to everything, take, but no, but <laughs> yeah, take care of but, everything. But some men would be 
they may be at that 50-50. Yeah. Because obviously, you know, it's they're not married. So yeah. they, might, they might come to that conclusion that, oh, we should have a 50-50 uh, kind of split. So that might be the sticky point. Yeah. But I also think this, like, when you when you speak about providing, there's also levels of providing. So you could still provide for a girlfriend. Yeah. Which could be yeah. quite different for you providing for a wife. Yes. True. True. I mean, what you provided for me as your girlfriend was different from what he provided when we got married. Yeah, true. That's true. What did I provide again? What was the girlfriend? I think, so I can understand. I feel like I, I held back a little bit. I didn't feel like you held back because I subscribe to this. I think it, you should only give a certain amount. We're not married. Yeah. So I would not expect you to do a whole bunch of stuff for me that I would expect would come if I'm your wife. So I never felt like you weren't giving enough. And I think, you know, you provided for me in the sense that you bought me things if I wanted things and all of that. So I didn't feel like you didn't provide, but you weren't paying my bills. Your bills, like your rent. Until we kind of got to the point where we were living together while we were engaged. Yeah. You weren't really paying my bills, but you were giving me money. Yeah. Yeah. And you were buying me things, Things, which I think is sufficient. Mm. But some women today will say, well, if he's your boyfriend, he should pay your rent. I don't know about that. (laughs) I don't know about that. Unless you live together. Unless you live together and and it's a solid relationship. When when I talk about solid, I'm talking about like the direction you're both going is towards marriage or, you know, towards further commitment. Yeah, and I think, I don't know. I feel like, if he's got a lot of money, then maybe, you know what I mean? But I don't think yeah, it's a requirement. And if he has, I think the principles behind that is a bit yeah. shaky. Yeah. I, I mean, a lot of women today would say, and I don't want to sound like a pick me. I don't want to sound like I'm completely defending men, but I speak from my perspective and what I believe. Yeah. I don't really care about how it sounds or which side I'm falling on when I say it. I do not expect a man who I'm not married to to yeah. pay for my rent yeah. and that's not because i have low expectations yeah. because i think if he does if he can afford it like let's say i've got with a man who's got mm. a lot of money and he could pay for my rent and he can afford it and he offers to i i would let him do yeah. it but i wouldn't expect that expect of him yeah. and i think that's the difference What's that trying to select men yeah. you know using that as a criteria exactly yeah and that's just because i don't know maybe because i grew up very independent maybe i'm too independent maybe it's about soft life nowadays which <laughs> i i like soft life i'm i'm all here for soft life but i don't think that you should be using that as a criteria on mm. average men yeah. on everyday men yeah. because they're paying their rent yeah. and they're trying to probably save up or yeah. they're you know they're yeah. trying to That's kind of build a, a future yeah also paying your rent when you're not like how many girls are they going to pay rent for because they could end up married with someone completely different, different from the six, yeah. seven girls they dated. Yeah. So if every woman had that criteria, I think it's a bit harsh. Yeah. And maybe I'm old school, you know? Maybe. I think it's a bit harsh on the average man. I mean, if he's above average, earns a lot of money, yeah, he's got it like that, and yeah. it's something he wants yeah. to do, that's fine. Yeah. And I think you're probably going to need to be a certain type of woman to him in that relationship. Yeah. Because it's a bit of a dependent thing. Yeah. So he might expect you to be a bit more traditional like yeah. we've spoken about in the past. Yeah. But your yeah. rent thing, I don't think is, is, I, I a, do, is a criteria I, that yeah, I think. That's a really good point. But I do question the trajectory of that relationship. If it starts off on that stance, like, yeah. you know, some guys will actually do that. 
they may be forced, not forced to do that, but they may feel like they yeah, feel like they, you know, pressure that they need to do that, and that could cause a strain in, in the relationship. Yeah, because some guys obviously they want to impress the girl, so they could be running a really debt, trying to like. And that's the problem. So, I don't want you getting in debt before we get married, and then exactly. I realize that all the rent that you've been paying, yeah. I've now got we got to pay it back as a couple. <laughs> because and some guys would do that. They'd be like, I'm marrying her. <laughs> We go, we go pay this debt together. I don't know. I don't, yeah, I mean, I think so. that's one thing, for example, that I would say as a woman, I don't necessarily expect from a man. And I think I'm talking as an average, you know, working. Yeah, yeah. We earn a decent amount, but I don't, that's not something that I think is necessary. If you are living with the girl or if you're frequently there to the point yeah, where you're practically where you're living, there, living there, then yeah, you yeah. probably should. Yeah. Because yeah, at this point, yeah, at this point, yeah. what are you really trying to say? Yeah. But I don't even know if you should be paying her rent. I think you should be contributing and maybe that's by buying food. Maybe yeah. that's like I, contributing towards the rent. I mean, we, we've, we've spoken about this before on previous episodes, but I really think if you're, if it's a serious relationship, because this is where it comes down to different levels mm-hmm. of where the relationship is at. Yeah. If it's a serious relationship, right, and you both or, you know, talking about marriage, potential marriage in the future. I really think there's nothing wrong with living together and him paying the rent. To just see if he just can. see if he can. You know, like because especially like I said in our last podcast, a lot of men want that traditional position. Yeah. They want that. They they feel like that's what men should be doing. So they may feel like because we're both living together and we'll pay one rent. I'll take care of the rent. Yeah. It, it might be a way to practice doing that because yeah. in marriage, you're going to have to negotiate quite yeah, a lot. Yeah, but that's very much living together. Exactly. You exactly. Know. So I think depending on where the relationship, but if it's just someone you've met and you've got your own place, she's got her own place and you guys have got separate bills, you're still getting to know each other, then the answer is like, no. What if they're not getting to know each other? What if it's like year three? Year three and, then, and they're living separately. Yeah. I don't know. How, like how you said again, if he can by all means, go ahead and do it. Yeah, and he but he should not have to struggle. Yeah, to to do, to, so. to do that yeah. to do so. So uh, for me, if if, this, if he's got money, if he's got a good paying job, and he feels like, yeah, I can I can take care of my woman, I can cover her rent. I'm sorry, but for me, because I'm you know I'm gonna raise a son as well. I feel like for me, you don't pay no girls rent. Yeah, yeah. To. I, I mean, if you we, don't if, if you put our son in that position, yeah. and he's of that age, and he's pay some girls rent that. That he's dating and he's yeah, we been dating yeah. for a year, but he's got his own rent to pay. No, I wouldn't encourage that. Yeah. I would. Wouldn't I would rather tell him live together. Yeah. If you if you if you really care about her, then yeah. Leave and together. see where this relationship yeah. goes. Yeah. I don't think because he might date her for two three years and then they split yeah. up. Yeah. And then what happens to all that rent money? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe maybe the people are not going to like me for these opinions, but I. That's the truth. I feel like yes. most of the time. That's the truth. We've got our own money. No, but, but once we get married, then yeah. Now then but, I expect. But the thing is, the thing is, everyone says no, but you know he should be paying it. But if you, if they've got kids and they put their kids. In that position, yeah, they will have a they will have a different perspective. I'm telling you, they'll have a different perspective. About girls, yeah, I think about our daughter. I think about any hearing this, and I'm like, I want her to hear what I truly believe. Yeah, should apply to her as well as all the women that might listen to this. And so I feel the same way with Guav. I feel like if I'm saying this, I want my son to hear this and know that this is where I stand for all men, not just, yeah. you know, oh, it would be great to have men that can, like, pay for things, but then I wouldn't want my son to do that. And not because 
I want my son to be tight on money for because I want him to be careful too. I yeah, still feel like I agree with that. I don't want a woman to take advantage of him because maybe she wants to break up with him now. It's been like a year and a yeah, half, but and she but she doesn't. He but she doesn't break up with him because he pays her rent. Yeah, and I know that sounds that's a risk. No, 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 that, that, that sounds really that sounds that's. I'm sure there are people right yeah. now in that position, still getting their rent paid. <laughs> Yeah, let's not let's not sugarcoat it. Yeah, I don't, you know, as my my daughter, yeah. I expect her to be able to take care of herself yeah. until she's in a position where, you know, they're married, and and that in that case, all bets are off. Yeah, but <laughs> but in saying that, there's for me, like something just came to me, and there's a risk as well there, because you know, some men there are some controlling men out there, so when they start paying your rent, they start paying everything. Yeah, they feel like they own you. They feel like they can kind of tell you what to do, how to do things. Yeah. So it's almost like they insert themselves into that traditional position by force. Yeah. yeah. Like it's like yeah. Yeah. And in a way, it's that same situation. It's like mm. he's gonna be doing things like your husband. So now he's expecting husband-like treatment. That's what I'm saying. And then you why are you not cooking? A, yeah. yeah. Why are you not cooking? Why you yeah. know maybe you don't want to um, be intimate until marriage. Mm. But now he pays for stuff and he's like, well, yeah. I want What's intimacy. Yeah. So yeah. it's true that yeah. that could also backfire yeah. in, the, in the sense that it it's harder for you. It could. But I don't want to sound like a Debbie Downer. I do want women to be able to look for men that can provide for them. You would want a man that can yeah. pay for where you live. Because if you get married, you want him to be able to take yeah. care of you. So yeah. I'm not saying date any old guy with any old money because you should be able to pay your own rent. That's not yeah. really what I'm saying. Yeah. I just want to make that clear. I do want girls to be able to say, right, well, I want a man who's like capable. And who yeah, who can look after him. Look yeah. after yeah. I, I definitely after. agree with that. I definitely agree with but that. I think so let so people pay one rent in this world. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I agree. I agree. That's why I, you know, in our previous podcast, I've, of, I've often said that, look, if you want to check if the relationship is going to work, live together. You save money on on rent and and food and whatnot because you know on travels because you're living together that you will still find out if that person can look after you or if wow. that woman can. My stance on that still stands. <laughs> Please fine. make sure you're engaged before it's you fine. meet with them that's because fine. then you might end up in a why buy the cow situation. Yeah, that's right. Fine. Yeah, <laughs> so that's true. me as a woman. That's true. Um, so let's let's just break it down because I think people would be listening to this and be like, okay, but what are you really talking about, Nuria? What are you really talking about, Frank? We've spoken about rent, you know, but me as a woman, what would I say is doing too much? What would I say is going too far as um, a girlfriend and you're kind of sneaking into the wife territory without yeah. realizing it? Yeah. And then you can do the same. And I think, I think we've kind of established that with men, there's not as much. No. Um, no. Because obviously if you're pursuing, then you want to show. But yeah. at yeah. the same time, you yeah. know. So I think for me, and I'm having prep this part so there might be some editing <laughs> but I think for me there's probably about three to five things that I think is doing too much or maybe it's only three things really but what are they <laughs> cooking <laughs> no you sure listen okay go on I'm, I'm gonna break it down because I don't actually think that there's any any of these things that I'm gonna say I don't think you should never do them okay I think it's more about how often you do them yeah, and the expectation okay. that you will do. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Fair so the first thing for me, right? Come on, just get just get to it. 
sips tea. <laughs> the first thing for me is going to your boyfriend's house on a regular basis to cook for him and him only eating your food, essentially. Okay. Right? So yeah. I've got a girlfriend now so, and she cooks for me. Yeah. That mindset. Not yeah. like, oh, my girlfriend's coming around this month and she's cooking for me. That's different. Yeah. Okay. She, That's different. That like, he becomes reliant on you to be cooking. Yeah. And then you're cooking more often than. Yeah. I've got to go cook for my man. I've got to go cook for my man. Like consistently. Does that ever happen now? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Not, and I don't even. I mean, some the girls out there are looking like they're not ready to cook the way they're dressed. Oh, come the <laughs> Leave the girls' nails out of this frag. How much? I'm going to say for what I've seen, but yeah. I know. You're going to get in trouble. <laughs> I don't mind. Yeah, go on. No, I feel like, yeah. So the cooking, the cooking thing. The regimented okay, cooking, cooking as if his eating is your responsibility. <laughs> that is the part that I'm like, okay. no, you're, you're doing too much. You're his yeah. girlfriend, you're not his wife. Yeah. You can cook for him if you're around. If you're staying over, you're mm. cooking for him. If he comes over, you cook for him. If it's a date night, you cook for him. But he can't yeah. be here like, what am I going to eat? Because the... The stew you made yet last week is finished. Yeah, no, no, okay, I, okay, fair enough. That's doing too much. Fair enough. So that's one. Um, I think another thing that I think is doing too much is, I hate to go there, but intimacy. Okay. I don't think. Expand on that. I know, and this is the part where it's going to be tricky because you know how much I like to keep things PG because I'm very, very shy about intimacy. <laughs> but, <laughs> but the way I see it, you're grown. We're all grown. We're all adults. You can choose when you want to be intimate with someone. You can choose how quickly and stuff like that. And I don't actually think that it makes that much of a difference because I think it depends on the kind of relationship you're having and the respect level that you know he has for you. So I'm not one of those people that says, wait until you get married or wait three months or, you know, I think each person has to choose depending on the relationship yeah, that yeah. they're having and the kind of relationship. Yeah. But I do think you have to make sure when it comes to intimacy in a relationship and you're not married to the guy, that that is not all that your relationship is based on. Mm, right? That's a good point. Yeah. You can't, it cannot be a thing where it's all about seeing each other to be intimate. Yeah. Every time you see each other, do the take. Do the take. <laughs> no, do the take. I'm, okay. I don't think I'm saying we're told anything, but I'm saying. Look at you the cold stuff. Yeah, yeah, you Maybe you should, right? Maybe I'm just trying to be a bit. Nah, I'm nah, trying nah. to be a bit. Tell me how it is. I'm trying to be a bit lenient. Don't give too much. Don't give too yeah. much. Don't give too yeah, much right, of yourself, right. your body, right. because mm. at the end of the day, you don't want to be clouded about what this relationship really is. You don't want to be at a point where you're like. Is he with me because this is regular, consistent intimacy? Yeah. Or is he actually with me because yeah. he likes me, he gets to know me, he understands yeah. me. Uh, you know, I, I bring out the best in him. Yeah. We, we share the same interests. We have the same values. We're heading towards marriage. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So I feel like I'm not telling anybody to be celibate. But what I'm saying is sometimes intimacy can cloud, and I'm talking from a woman's perspective, mm -hmm. sometimes intimacy can cloud your judgment about that relationship mm -hmm. and i think it's a very important part of a relationship yeah. but i think it can cloud it it's for example it's like the way i would liken it is like imagine if you have like a really nice house and you've got you, your house always is always full of food you have a beautiful house it's always full of food and people are always coming around to see you mm. in your house full of food yeah right yeah imagine 
if you took away the food. Yeah, when no one comes. Who would still be coming <laughs> to see you? Do you know what I mean? How will you know if your house is always full of food and people are always coming over? How would you know the people that actually come to see you, which I'm sure there are people that come to see you yeah, because they loved yeah. you and they love your company, versus the people that come to see you because they just want to yeah, eat. They yeah. just like, this is free food, right? Yeah, that's a good point. So <laughs> sometimes put the food away in your house. Like the house doesn't always have to be full of food for people to come and be like, okay, yeah, let me get some yeah. free food. Sometimes the cloudiness of what intimacy brings comes from your house always being full of food. Yeah. And I think sometimes you need to see who would still be coming if there was no food in your house. And that's the analogy that I can give on that. But that's why intimacy for me as a woman is one that you have to tread carefully on. And if you can wait until marriage, I think that's the best way. I really think that's the safest way for a woman. You know, it prevents pregnancy, yeah. it prevents, you know, the person maybe not being very serious about you or being, you know, mistreated or misused. Yeah. So I think that's the best way, but it's not realistic for everybody. Mm. And I think I appreciate that. So I think, you know, yeah. think about how you're moving in terms of intimacy. And that's a long way to the <laughs> intimacy, but I had to explain it. And then I'll probably just stick with free because I want to hear your point. No, well. I and if I have any. Oh, mother. Oh. <laughs> Um, yeah. another thing that I think women need to be careful on, and I'm probably going to get a lot of backlash because guys these days think, you know, they want to be spoiled. They're uh, the prize. But I feel like women need to be careful on gifting, overly gifting a man. There is, is there a such thing as overly gifting? Overly gift. I think you need to be careful. Really? I think you need to be careful because as a wife, I feel like if I want to buy something for my husband, this man is committed to me. He stood in front of his family and friends and chosen me and we're building a life. Like I could buy you a Lamborghini if I had the money for it. I can buy you whatever because I know, I know that the commitment is there. Is there. But as your girlfriend, yeah. it's kind of like what we're saying about the red. I don't want it to become a thing yeah. where my gifting, my lavishly gifting makes me like someone you want to keep around yeah that's true and so i feel like that's something that you have to tread carefully on you know special occasions give them something nice i think go out of your way do something nice but just be careful about the frequency be careful about the um the the size of what you're buying yeah. like how much you're putting into it i mean let it grow over time as yeah. well because i think what could happen there is that you can be in a situation where it starts to feel like you're trying to buy his love and especially if a man feels like he's not ready yet for commitment mm. and he knows yeah. that he's the one that has to kind of move the, the relationship to the next level, yeah. it could seem like you're just trying to yeah. do it too much. Trying to, yeah, you're, you're trying too hard. Yeah. That's a really good point. Yeah. So that's it for me. I think I'll stop at three because there's other things that I think, you know, as women and maybe as it comes to me, I'll bring it up. But I, I definitely think cooking, intimacy and gifting I think those are the three big things where yeah. I think that you, as a girlfriend, you probably should, you know, cool off on that aspect of things, like hold, hold back a little hold bit. back a little. Okay. Yeah. I get that. I get that. Um, from a marriage perspective, I think because obviously we're the, the chasers, yeah. I do feel like there's only so much we can hold back on. Yeah. Yeah. Because we have to, um, she's the prize. Yeah. Don't get that twisted. Yeah. It's not we're, It's not us. They're the prize. Yeah. So from my perspective, we have to put our chips on the on the table and just say, this is what I can offer you. Yeah. Right. Without going too far with yeah. it. Um, 
So things that we spoke about the rent bit when I said, you know, unless you're living together, I don't feel like you necessarily have to pay her rent, but you can show her that. I mean, it could just be discussions that you guys have. Like yeah. we live together, you know, I'm, this is, I'm going to be taking care of it. Reassure her that you can actually look after her. She'll be all right. She'll Sometimes be, you can dash her a little, dash her a little money. <laughs> if it like, look, if it, she pays her rent, but if you every now and then paid for her her hair, like her doing her hair, pay for her to go to spas and, and whatnot, get her hair nail, her nails done, yeah. whatever, like those kind of things. I mean, I'm sure as a woman, you know if a guy appreciates you. Yeah, he doesn't have to do everything for you to show you that he appreciates you. Yeah. So I do feel like even though as you know, as a man, we have to be very forward yeah in terms of you know what we like say what we mean yeah 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 um but there are still things that we should hold back on like you, you mentioned the the spending like the you know gifts and stuff and yeah that applies for men yeah, yeah. Right for men. don't become that guy that or oh, she gets a gift from you she, or she keeps you around when things are not going well yeah you're the one that you're always giving you know giving her gifts and stuff you know and i think that's a lot to do with like check the reciprocation level check the yeah. appreciation level yeah. You know, how much does it seem to mean to her? How yeah. excited is she when you do do stuff yeah. like that? It's just about gift giving. Yeah. Because, you know, it could be a case of like, she's always wanting things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think, I think I kind of agree with you. I think when it comes to men, the giving too much is hard for them because I feel like they have to show that they're able to be a husband. Yeah. But I think a lot of the things that they should be giving on as well is emotional. Emotional. Uh, I should. I think you should be able to like be emotionally available. But what if what if her love language is is not? It's gift. It's gift. But a gift doesn't have to be lavish. Someone whose love language is True. gift appreciates gifts in all oh, levels. That's just a good and point. like I said, I don't want to sound like a Debbie Downer. There's nothing wrong with lavish gifts. Yeah. If you're with someone who's about that life, if you're with someone who lives that kind of life for themselves, yeah. why would you not make sure that your girlfriend is living the same caliber of life, right? Maybe not the same level of life as yeah. your wife, but a similar caliber you want her to yeah. like feel the fact that, you know, yeah. she's with someone who's got yeah. money. That's but I think... But for, from a guy's perspective, like, look, let's just cut to the chase. You know, if you love a girl and you've been with her a reasonable amount of time, mm. this whole, like, should I be paying her rent? Should I be, it's just better to just make that relationship like a certainty. Yeah. Um, so, um, like, living together is something that you can... You're very much advocating for living together today. No, no. <laughs> I've, I've always been advocating for living together because I think it's, it's crucial. I know you don't agree, like, are you proposed? Proposed, but, but this is what I'm saying though, the, the ball is literally not cool. Like mm. propose, like show her, you know, that you're willing to commit to her because yeah. for you to start paying the rent, if you feel that strongly that, you know, I want to look after this girl, I want to like take care of everything. Yeah. Then you're ready to take that next step. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. You're ready to take that next step. So I agree. If you want to save money. You can save a lot more money you know, as, a, as a guy. Just, you know, propose. And if you love her, propose. And so you guys can live together and you, you know, build, start building things together much, much earlier. Yeah, that's a good point. You know, and then the whole like, you know, why buy the cow when you can have the milk mm. and whatnot? You know, yeah, fair enough. You when you can get the milk for free. When you get the milk for free, <laughs> oh yeah. But if you're not getting the milk properly... It's gonna be sour milk. It's not gonna be good one. What do you mean? You can still like no, no, no. I'm, I'm being real. Like some guys, you know, they don't want to like buy the cow. They want to just keep getting the milk. And sometimes when you are doing those kind of things, you are literally 
chopping away at your blessings. Like you're not just talking about intimacy here, are you? You're just no, talking about a relationship. I'm talking about a relationship where you just like wear the person down. You're just like you're just using them and what? Yeah, you're just yeah yeah all all their emotional investment, all of their financial investment yeah. in this relationship, and you're just like, I'm not ready yet. I'm not yeah, ready yet. Yeah, I'm not ready yeah, yet. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So what are the potential challenges of acting like you're married before marriage? I think some of the challenges, the key challenges are you want a relationship that can grow organically. Yeah, yeah. And I think that's a challenge for both men and women. You want a relationship that can grow and I, and you want to show that you're committed mm. to the growth of a relationship before you even get to that yeah. marriage level. So I understand that. Yeah. And I think that's the challenge because you don't want to, you don't want to do too much, but you don't want to do too little. Too, yeah. you know? And it's hard to know how much to give. Yeah, it is hard to know. It is hard to gauge it. Yeah, um, but I do say, as we said before, try not to hold back too much. Yeah, and be yourself. But I always think that there will be red flags if if you are being used. Yeah, mm-hmm. but you, you have no. you have to be you have to be in tune to those red flags. That's the thing. Yeah, we do tend to ignore the truth. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, we can often see the truth. Human beings have. They're so intelligent. We have intuition, gut instincts. We have vibes. Like things just not feeling right. You yeah. know. We just ignore them. We just ignore them. Yeah. And I think if you let a relationship grow organically, um, and I think season one, we spoke about vulnerability. You know, you're open, you're honest, yeah. you're real. Because yeah. we're not talking about holding back on your feelings or, you know, like holding back yeah. emotion yeah. or or like effort into actually getting to know each other and being in a relationship we're not saying hold back on that yeah but we are saying recognize your position yeah. in that person's life and yeah. if you are their girlfriend you are their girlfriend yeah. you are not their wife yeah and you have to have a distinction between what you will be like with them as a wife versus yeah. what you'll be like as a girlfriend and i'm not necessarily saying there should be a distinct difference but i'm saying the commitment level should mean that those things are different when you're their wife. There, sh- there should be a distinct difference. <laughs> Is there? Yeah. Oh gosh. There should be Am I di- trying to be sweet? Am I <laughs> no, 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 no. But I get the point. I get the point. You're because I'm not saying be a different personality. No. Sometimes men say, "Oh, she was so lovely, and then I married her, and then she became a witch." So I'm not yeah. saying. What I'm trying to say is, you shouldn't be a different person. Well, let's talk about us. What was I like? Before we got married. I mean, this is probably the easiest way for us to kind of get to the bottom of it. I what do you like? Mm-hmm. I, I don't think you've changed that much. You do a lot more mm. because there was, once that commitment was there, once you realized that, yes, I'm committed to you, I think you did a lot more because the cooking and, you know, all, all the list, all the things you've listed, they were in moderation. They were not like over the top kind of thing. Yeah. So you don't think I was cooking for you as a girlfriend? No, 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 no. Like, like cooking a lot. Like, it would be when I, I, you know, every now and then kind of thing. So I, okay. I wasn't relying on your cooking like that. Or you were not expecting to, yeah. expected to cook all the time. So when you cooked, it was kind of like a surprise to me, like, like something that I appreciated and whatnot. Um, but it wasn't overly done. Um, but what about the gift given? The gift, the gift given. Um, I, I think I think you clocked onto my love language much earlier. So yeah, I think the his love language is gift. <laughs> that's one of his love languages. Uh, yeah, uh, seriously, trouble. <laughs> it's not that bad though. 
No, you're not bad, but you like gifts. You like to yeah. someone to go out of their way to buy something for you. It means a lot to you. Like Yeah, it you, doesn't matter how small. No, it doesn't matter how, how small. You is. really do. I can see it in your eyes that you feel really like, he feels really like treasured. Yeah. Value. It's like a little bit. Nothing too expensive no, but, necessarily. But, but, but I, I don't think, I don't think he went over the top on that. There was a transition though. Mm. Yeah, I think when I proposed, right? As mm. soon as I proposed, the cooking intensified. This <laughs> goes back to what I'm saying about guys, get the full cow. Like, oh, come on. Don't, don't, just get it. Just get <laughs> just it. Then buy the cow. Just, just buy it. Like, don't, don't even like, you know, go through the right channel, go through mm. the front door, not the back, the back window. I'm telling you. Yeah. Because I experienced that as soon as I proposed to you, that's when I kind of learned That's the Nigerian dishes. The Nigerian dishes, yes, yes. That gave you certainty. Yeah. I told you that, look, forget everyone else, that you are the one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, and I yeah. chilled a lot more in terms Literally, of that's what I'm saying. emotionally as well. Exactly. I was a lot exactly. more relaxed because exactly. I was like, okay, all right. Exactly. So there is a level, there is a transition there. Yeah. Definitely, it's a transition, but... If you were doing a lot at the beginning, yeah, some people would just relax. What about you? Would you have relaxed? I wouldn't have relaxed. So you I, I would have acted like a wife and you still would have married me, fair? Babe, I was ready to marry. I was ready to marry you, like, from jump. It took us a while before we got married, but I was certain about you already. Like, Aww. I'm not trying to be sweet. Really? Eh? <laughs> no, no, no. I'm just, I'm just being real. Like, I'm, there are a lot of guys out there that will, they will say exactly the same thing. Or feel exactly the same way they'll be like no you know i knew but because of um where they are you know they may be studying they may be going through you know yeah, yeah. life or whatever they may not be in the position to actually propose at yeah. that time but if they could they would do but there are some other guys that it's just like because they're already getting that full the full works mm. you know they just they feel like why why commit why not just keep i disagree with you the Frank I knew and the Frank I know today and what I know about you, Frank, I do not think that if you met me and I was the kind of girl that would do the most and just kind of act like a wife, you know, you're cooking sorted, gifts, this and that. I don't think we would have gotten as far in our relationship because I feel like the way I know you to be, you are someone that doesn't like over savvy people. You don't like girls that seem too eager. Because you've had girls interested in you in the past yeah. and there was nothing wrong with them. But it's almost like because you felt like they were more interested in you than you were in them, it's like it put you off. Yeah. And I feel like you would have been put off by me. No, but, but this, the, the difference is I love you. Yeah, but did you I didn't love, I didn't, I didn't love these girls. No, nah. but I knew some of these girls that were interested in me. I knew them for a period of time, but the feeling was not the same. So that's the that's it wasn't the love at first sight. It wasn't love. It wasn't love at first sight. It was love after a couple of weeks or a couple of. No, it wasn't after a couple of weeks. We already established with it months was before you. I won't love of... this girl at first sight. Yeah, there's, there's, there's. I'm telling you that it was one of the. I know. I know what you're saying. If you were like, but there is. There's got to be a level to it. Like when you mentioned the wasabi, like if it's like there's some people that just do the most, like. And doing the most can be good if it's done properly. But there's that part that can become annoying that, you know, mm. she's in your face too much, doesn't give you that much space. This is why when we met and we were both at uni, it allowed us to have our own space. And different unis. And different yeah. unis, yeah. It allows us to have our own space, you know, still regulate our own environment and, mm. and, you know, see each other whenever we wanted to see each other. So I think for me, 
there was never going to be any of us to be there. Even if you, mm. you, I mean, you did, you know, do things a bit more for me. Like, you know, there will be times where you've done a lot more for me. But I just took it as the way you felt about me. I didn't see it as a wasabi. Yeah. Yeah. You so know, that's I mean, we, a lot of our, the early years of our relationship, like we always say, we were, I think we spent like three, four years or three years three at least years, yeah. where we were in two separate parts of yeah. the country yeah. and going to different universities. We didn't see each other that much. No. And I think that didn't make it a bit different for us in the sense that we, yeah. we couldn't do the most in each other's environment. But yeah. then again, I say that to say I could have been... Like, if I was like that, I could have been always at your yeah. uni. I could have been always in Oxford, fam. Yeah. <laughs> I could have been there all the time. I know, I know. So um keeping an eye on you. Yeah. But I felt like there's no need to do that. Like you're at uni doing exactly. what you're but, supposed to be doing. But, and if I need to Yeah. We'll see each other, we'll see each other. In doing that, like in giving me that space, yeah. You know, that told me that you trusted me. Yeah, yeah. You know, so um play that well. Like Yeah. Yeah. But I do get what you're saying. That's but that's I, I still stand by what I'm what I said okay. in terms well, of like I won't yeah I won't reject it if that's how yeah, you that's, you that's, truly feel yeah. yeah that's really lovely to hear. We kind of also wanted to touch on um, cultural and religious beliefs and how they can influence premarital behaviors. I wanted to touch on this because I felt like I think we're losing a lot of our cultural yeah. and religious. If you're religious, you know than religious if you're not even just cultural yeah i think we're forgetting sometimes that a lot of those things are literally there to protect us Mm. it reminds me of that part in um in black panther where um okay i'm gonna be geeky on (laughs) the part in black panther when baku says to suri like oh a child who scoffs at tradition Mm. and stuff Mm. it makes me think about that because it's like Sometimes we misunderstand tradition and we scoff at it yeah. or we, we want to just cast it aside. Yeah. And we forget that a lot of the times those things are there to protect us. They're there to make sure that when you actually do get into a serious relationship or someone is mm. kind of making their way to the point where they can be your husband. Yeah. This is like their test. And it makes me think of Black Panther and the tests that you have to go through and stuff like that. It's like tradition gives us that. It does. You know what I mean? That stuff is important because the reason why they say he has to come before your father and your, you know, your uncles is because a man cannot pull the wool over another man's eyes. Mm -hmm. Not the way he can with women. Yeah, that's true. You know what I mean? And it's the same thing with women. Yeah. And other women if you're serious about me and you come before my dad and you come before my uncles and you pass the test where they're like yeah this guy's serious i know we're good even just being willing to do that yeah you know even just being willing to do that shows your level of commitment so when we think about acting like a husband or wife before marriage traditions and obviously we're africans you're nigerian i'm Congolese, so we we have similar traditions but they're slightly different. Our African tradition and our African culture puts things in place to yeah. make sure that True. you're literally doing things to Process. pass a certain test yeah. to yeah. show that Falling you're about that life, yeah. that you're serious about yeah. this woman and that you can actually look after her. Yeah. And I think our cultures do not encourage yeah. doing certain things yeah. before your marriage. It doesn't yeah. encourage being a certain way yeah. with a man before yeah. your marriage. Does it, it doesn't, because of doesn't that. encourage living together. It no. It doesn't encourage the woman cooking for the man yeah that, no it know, wouldn't no, it wouldn't no. encourage all that 
It doesn't encourage all that. And that's why I said, for me, I stand firm on if we are not engaged, I'll have no business living with you. You can come to the house. We can... We could chill, you could stay, I can go to your house, I can stay, but yeah. living, living, living together, Yeah, I don't think that that's going to uphold my dignity. Mm. And that's because I, I am, like I say, sometimes I think you know, I am quite traditional-minded, but that's because I understand the aspects of our mm. culture and I respect it. And I wouldn't, I wouldn't say I totally respect it all the way, all the time. Yeah. These yeah. things that I think need to move with modernity yeah, but a lot of our culture is there, and religion yeah, the puts reason. things in place. Yeah, I agree with that. I agree with that. What do you think about you know the impact culture can but, have but, on expectations? Yeah, but the thing is, I agree with that. But our tradition really puts pressure on men. Mm-hmm. There's an expectation on men that what are you doing? If the woman was so just just to cook for you for a little bit. They were like, why are you not marrying her? Yeah. Do you understand? It's like, yeah. what are you doing? What are you yeah. playing at? She's she's a potential wife. She's a, She looks like a good wife. She behaves like a good wife. Why are you not marrying her? I know. Her? Yeah. Yeah. So the pressure is, I wouldn't even call it pressure, but the expectation yeah. is there. That's why, that's why some men don't, they move away from tradition. They want a traditional relationship, but they don't want to follow that traditional step because if they had to follow that traditional step, there'll be a lot of there'll be a lot of expectation on them. Hundred percent, hundred percent. That is so true, and I think that we're losing some good stuff from that. Yeah, we are. I think we we are. we're scoffing at it because it seems outdated. But I think that's why we're in some of these situations mm. that we're in now with these gender wars. Yeah. And I, I don't think it even just applies to Africans, because if you really think of Western tradition going back in time, yeah. What did the man have to do before he proposes to the woman? Before he even proposes to the woman, before she even knows that she's going to get proposed to, he would have, have to, to yeah, to father, he yeah. would have to go to the father and say, "I'm going to ask Julie to marry me." Yeah, that's you true. know, I want your blessing. Yeah, it's very similar. Yeah, it is similar. So it's similar. time yeah. that has changed it. There is still something there to kind of, you know, kind of shelter the woman in a way. Mm-hmm. And maybe that sounds old-fashioned, it sounds outdated. Maybe she doesn't need sheltering. Maybe she's independent, she's about that life. Yeah. Even but so, even so. There is even so, there's the, those kind of things are in place to protect every woman, even if you are an independent woman. Yeah, even if you can take care yeah. of yourself. Yeah, even if you can. It's not just for you, it's for your family as well. Yeah. Because yeah. if the man scoffs at tradition and does not respect your family, then you have an issue with that relationship already well, what down about, the line. some people feel like it's just me and you it's about me and you it's, this relationship is me and it, you and how it's we... not healthy if it's just me and you it is not a healthy relationship no. we have family Fam- yeah. our family is involved in our lives like yeah. one way or another yeah it can't mean you can, if, if we just got married and just ran off somewhere we could have had a very very different relationship you need your family like mm. that's that's real like you need your family and you so that, that whole like, you know, just me and my, just me and my girlfriend or just me and my woman. <laughs> why, are <you> thinking, <laughs> why are you thinking me and my girlfriend? <laughs> no, no, no. You need your family too, mate. Yeah. yeah. You actually do for the support. Yeah. So it's not just about that. So there's something around why tradition is important mm-hmm. because you need to follow the process. I mentioned earlier on, you know, come through the door. Don't go through the window. Yeah. Show the, show the family. Go through the back. The window just sounds so savage. Like, don't go through the back door. I can understand. But go, don't go through the window. Some guys want to go through the window. They don't want to go through the back door. Because the back door is a door that you still need to try to, like, knock. And they want to just jump through the window like a thief. You know, you don't need that. 
I can't. Please don't wait me long. Yeah. So jump through the window like a fiend. So <laughs> in answer to the question, you know, like how do cultural and, and religious belief influence? They they have a lot of influence in in the process. And like you said, they are there for a reason. Yeah. They've been put in place. They can. Reason. They can make people think twice about certain actions. They but, can. But, but I think in today's day and age, not so much. Not so much. But it, which is a shame. And I think more men would actually follow the respectful process if tradition was in place. Yeah. Because the expectation will be on them. And tradition does not look at the woman. Mm. It looks at the man until yeah, even until they until they're married. Yeah, then it the eyes shift to the woman. Yeah, it, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Especially African cultures, that what are you doing to keep that man happy? No, but I know, but I know. Yeah, and I was just saying Western cultures, but it's the same thing in um you know Asian culture. Mm. So this is not just we're we're talking as Africans, but you know Asians, just, they all have the yeah. same thing. Even like you know the um the Hispanic countries and mm. things like that. And mm. I don't want to start naming all the countries, yeah. but there yeah. are elements of this throughout history in yeah. all of these different countries yeah. and traditions. Yeah. Um, but also another thing, just to touch on religion as well, um, one of my closest friends is Muslim. What is in place in Islam is also, and I don't know too much about it, but I do know that there is actually a very similar process to what we do as Africans, where you're not supposed to be like, for example, when you're dating, you're not supposed to be alone together, together. without a chaperone, yeah. without someone. Mm. And and how long can you really do that for? Yeah. Before you actually want to propose and get serious. Yeah. So that and that really does protect women yeah. in the sense that if if they're not serious about you, That's they're true. not gonna keep seeing you See, with a chaperone. Yeah. And also that you have to actually go to I think it's like one of the elder the elder men mm. in order to mm. like get the process going like you know that's, we'll, that's we'll, why that's why that's in place yeah that was a whole bunch of nonsense <laughs> my friend is not going to be impressed with me she'd be like girl i told you everything and you still got it wrong but i didn't get it wrong but i can't explain it in depth <laughs> but the point is there are processes in place yeah. you're not allowed to be alone with a man and all of that and i think in fundamental christianity it's the same thing as well i don't think you're supposed to actually be alone with a man in no you're not supposed to live together you're not supposed yeah. to like not yeah, just live together, together but even like, like when you're getting to know each other you're supposed to date with elders involved and stuff like that yeah, we're, yeah. we're talking christianity quite traditionally yeah. like yeah. fundamental mm -hmm. christianity but i we kind of digress <laughs> <laughs> we digress Religious beliefs and cultural um, traditions and things, half of the stuff that we're saying, you know, is doing too much, or you're acting too much like a wife. If if you were actually being very religious, you probably would bypass all of that. Yeah, true. You would bypass a lot of that and you would yeah. probably, it kind of encourages people to get married quicker. Quicker, yeah. Now that's yeah. not always a good thing because no, no, sometimes not. you have young people getting married yeah. just because they... They really, really like each other as opposed yeah. to being yeah. in love, but mm. it's not bad. Yeah, that can that can push people to to quicken the process. Yeah, when they're not ready. Yeah, that's another that's another risk. That's another one. Yeah. yeah. Do you think acting like a wife or husband before marriage strengthens or weakens a relationship? It, uh, for me, for me, it depends. It depends really. Yeah. Um, I think you've got to give something. As a man, you've got to be able to demonstrate that you're going to be a good father. Yeah. You're going to be a husband, yeah. like because if you don't show any signs of it, then she's going to start having doubts. Yeah, yeah. And, and it, it, it could just be anything. It could just be as something as small as just having constant conversations about it. Like you know, like yeah. when we get married, you know, I'm going to be I'm gonna try 
So promises, promises. <laughs> no, I don't like those promises, promises. But you obviously you still be doing the like you, if you if you're pro, you will protect her yeah. like, while you're together. So you probably protect her. You that's not what it is, right? You're you're such a man that those things are just like baselines for you. You're like you'll protect her. You will provide for her. You'll be there emotionally. You but that's not necessarily what these girls are getting these days. If I'm listening to my fellow women and younger girls like my younger cousins and stuff like that, they're not. They're not seeing this readily available in everyday boys and men nowadays. And, and we talk a lot about gender wars and part of it is that gender war energy of like, well, why should I, why should I do anything for her? If she's not my wife, I reserve that kind of yeah. um, thing for my wife. And then she's like, well, I'm not going to, why should I do it? So yeah. both don't want to give and there's this kind of tug of war going on. Yeah. So but, but those things are not coming as standard. It's not, but, but it's in that... I think social media has caused that, though. I, I think it has a lot of it. If you look at shows like um, Blue Therapy, is it? You know, I think that, that those type of shows create a divide. And it's an entertaining show. Don't get me twisted. We don't, yeah, no shade to the show because yeah. we've watched it. Yeah, we have. And but, we have enjoyed watching it because yeah, it, it's but, not real. It's entertainment. Yeah, but but I think that's negative the problem. entertainment. I don't know. I don't know because it stays with people. It stays with people. Like it's, yeah. it sticks, especially with young people. Like it's in, engraved in their head. So yeah, that we because you it's because you mentioned the the gender wars. Yeah, that just adds fuel to the fire. To the fire. So I don't like that because sometimes it's like the worst of both sexes coming yeah, together. Coming to, together. It's like it's but, very. But then again, also, if the environment right now is very toxic like that, yeah, then that show is trying to show both sides in a way because if you are in a relationship right now in 2023 and you're kind of in your 20s and you're young and you're experiencing those things in your relationship it's just it's in isolation it's just in your relationship yeah. putting it in the show yeah but if this is really what's going on allows guess, people to be able to talk i get that but look at the last season right mm. the show did not solve anything if i if my recollection was like the there were specific issues that were outlined in the show Okay, it was yeah. scripted, but nothing got solved. They did, they did not show you how they got from this to this to a better to a better place. Yeah. It was just like they, you know, it didn't work out. Just yeah. toxicity, toxicity. It's like it was just toxicity. so toxic. And I think yeah, maybe it's about taking the next step from the show. Show what's currently and happening, like show the negative side of it, but then give them give them the resolution show that you know from this you can then you can transition to this by doing this by mm. trying this yeah yeah so i just felt like no that did not help at all so you feel like those depiction no no doesn't do anything yeah yeah so that's why i mentioned social media right because i think it's, yeah it's, it's warped a lot of people so i'm thinking there's, there's a lot of positive things out there yeah well that's what we're doing this I mean, we chose to kind of do this podcast because there's not mm. enough representation yeah. Yeah. of people like Frank and I married. We've been married for 10 years. Mm -hmm. We've been together for like 19 years. Yeah, we've yeah. been there, done that. Got the t-shirt, <laughs> the jacket. <laughs> but yeah, we've been together 19 years. Yeah. So we've gone through a lot of some of those yeah. things that they're going through now. Yeah, And we just don't want... We don't want in younger people in relationships now, or even people our age going through this, because this stuff is across the board. Like, Married people, yeah, you know, going through these same things. We don't want them to feel like they're going through it in isolation 
and just to have no solutions. Like yeah. we want to try and bring solutions yeah. Yeah. and advise people. So I guess in this topic about, you know, why buy the cow if you get the milk for free? How much should you be acting like a husband? How much should you be acting like a wife? I think what we're trying to say is women need to be a bit more cautious because mm. they are going to be the one and they still are even mm. though we're not as mm. traditional they're still going to be the ones waiting yeah. for that commitment yeah. Yeah. and there are some girls today who'll be like i'm not waiting for no man for commitment i'm doing my thing and but then okay that's fine but do you plan to have kids down the line yeah. because kids are better off with two parents so yeah what are you doing there there's a lot of single mothers yeah and that's not to say that you can't do well as a single mother yeah but that shouldn't be the like ideal situation no, that shouldn't no, be what you're like no. aiming for that should not from be the getting, standard yeah, yeah that shouldn't be the standard no. you should want to give your kids i agree two stable parents so yeah. you know if you do want to have kids if you do want to um have like a partner who you you're married to or you're in a mm. seriously committed relationship to raise those kids yeah then you want to be in, in a position where you're looking for a guy who's ready for commitment yeah yeah. You know, and in that case, it doesn't really matter how independent you are. You're going to have to make sure that you carry yourself in certain ways in relationships. I'm yeah. talking about respectability politics because every woman deserves to respect no matter how she carries herself. Yeah. You know, I just want to put that out there. Mm. But you do want to move a certain way to attract the kind of man that you want. I agree with that. You need yeah. to move a certain way to yeah. attract the kind of man that you want yeah. for what you want. Yeah. And so that's what we're speaking to. Yeah. You know, and guys, you know, be open. Yeah, you and be open. Be open. You summarize everything with be open. Be open. Like, communicate more. Yeah, communicate yeah. more. And if you, you know, you know, you get that feeling that this is the right woman yeah. for you. Commit. Don't be afraid to commit. Don't be afraid. You said. You said. Don't be afraid. It's to not. It's not that scary. I'm. Listen to me. <laughs> I'm telling you, it's not that. No, but it's not that scary though. People yeah. are afraid to commit. Yeah, it's not that. Scary. It's not that scary. Like if you uh, you know when you've met the right person, you know that. Yeah. So don't be afraid to commit. Just by committing yourself, that clears a lot. Yeah, that clears a lot. That's true. So, yeah, so I guess our lot. tips are, what would we say are tips to avoid the pitfalls of acting like a wife or husband before marriage? Well, just be yourself. Yeah. Don't try to be something else. Yeah. Like don't, try be, don't try to don't impress. Don't try to impress. Be yourself and then, you know, you have to allow that other person to accept you for who you are. Yeah. Don't, if you're not someone that, that likes to splash up, you know, splurge a lot. Yeah. Don't do it to impress the other person. Yeah. You know, be yourself. That's, that, that's my number one tip. Yeah. What about you? Um. Yeah. Act in a way that aligns with your comfort levels. Act in a way that aligns with, like you're saying, be yourself, yeah. but also, you know, make sure that you're comfortable in the person you're presenting yourself yeah. to be because if yeah. you are trying to commit or are looking to to go into a committed relationship yeah you are going to have to keep that up so yeah there's be yourself but at the same time make sure that you're comfortable in the way you're being in that relationship yeah. Yeah. and not even just in that relationship how you're being but also the kind of relationship that's developing mm. be alert to that and make sure that as the relationship is going on, you're kind of starting to think about the dynamics that are in play and the things that are in play. I always say to like my girlfriends when we talk about these kind of things in relationship that I think women need to realize as well that they're setting precedents. 
in their relationship with certain mm. things. So how you True. how you deal with a certain issue or how much yeah. you allow something to slide when you're dating while you're kind of waiting for that commitment or looking for that commitment mm. shouldn't change from how you would expect what you would expect from that partner when you are married. So you have to be careful about what you allow because you want to get married or you yeah, want this relationship yeah. to progress. You want to yeah, you want to be eating, show how yeah, chilled you are. Yeah. You have to be careful how much you're allowing because you're setting the precedent. Yeah, and we spoke good. about this on like cheating and stuff. Yeah. If you're going to take someone back consistently for cheating on you, chances are you're going to end up in a situation where they think cheating on you is okay. So if you're trying to get to marriage yeah. and you're allowing certain things yeah. like infidelity because yeah. you think, oh, you know, when we're married, it'll be different. Yeah. No, no, it's not going to be different. It'll get worse. You're setting the precedent. So which this, which leads to the second one about setting expectations and mm -hmm. boundaries. Mm -hmm. Like if, yeah, they've got to be clear. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and we talk clear. about this all the time. All the time. Make sure that you, yeah. your vision. So set out how you mean to, how do you say that again? Set up, start as you, start mean, as you to mean to go, start as you mean to go, like all the time. Yeah. Like, yo, and yeah. do never drop your expectations. I know I say that all the time. Don't drop your standards. Never drop your standards, yeah. Yeah, never yeah. drop your standards. Yeah, I think that, I that's think it. that's it. That's I think it? that's our like tips. You know, okay. be yourself. Yeah. You know, check your comfort levels and your values. Mm. Make sure you're not being disrespected or, yeah. you know, um, I w like I like to say, make sure you're not, um, cheating yourself out yeah. um, but at the same time make sure that you're you know what was that what's the same <laughs> at the same time make sure that you're um you're not setting precedents that you don't want to carry yes. into a marriage yes yes but on the on the technical things rent i don't think men need to pay your rent and they, yeah. they can help you they can and if they can afford the, to pay it they and they right. choose and fine. yeah but but just know who that man is yeah um so because as we said before the risk yeah with that is that you know certain expectation comes could come with that rent being paid so yeah. just be aware of that yeah. Um, yeah also things like holidays and yeah. things like that you know should they be going halves oh my gosh we didn't even talk about certain things like going halves on yeah. food i think a man should pay for food full stop i don't i'm, I'm not even entertaining yeah i'll take that Dinners yeah. and stuff. I yeah. Think if you're going, yeah. Out. If you go out, if you go, I think the man should pay. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's just because I'm quite, I'm quite old-fashioned in that yeah. way. I think if you were pursuing me, and this is what I'm talking about, yeah. it would be the prize. Yeah. I mean, I would expect a man to pay for yeah. reals, unless yeah. he can't. That's which fair. at which point we probably wouldn't be dating. <laughs> if you can't pay for any meal, you can't pay for any meal. What if he wants to split fifty-fifty with mm -hmm. you on the time? Is that a problem? Are you a gold digger? <laughs> I'm not a gold, gold digger. Gold digger. No, I'm not a gold digger. Nah, I'm joking, but I'm joking. I want. I think women should at least look for a man that can pay for the meal that you guys are having. Yeah. And listen. And if I, she's a, and if she's a foodie. Yeah. You you being dead. And I must say this because I don't want to. I don't want to give people false pretenses or a false picture of us mm. when we started dating we were both at uni mm. frank didn't pay for every single meal so i'm not trying to say yeah. here like unless he's paying for me i'm not saying that yeah. frank didn't pay for every single meal sometimes i paid yeah sometimes he paid but more often than not yeah. frank paid yeah. and i think a lot of it was because of the age that we were as well 
you're both dating, you're both at uni, you're both trying to juggle student loans. Frank didn't have a student loan. <laughs> we had it like that. He got it. His family had it like that. We are um, not rich, yo. Yeah, we are yeah. not rich. But he didn't have a student loan. But I'm saying you're still trying to juggle yeah, like yeah. your finances. Yeah. You know, we still, because of our age, I don't think it was a thing. We were both struggling students, broke students, and then, you know, blah, 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 blah. Broke students. We weren't both broke. I wouldn't go that far. But we were still young and it was, yeah. it's okay. We still learn about free. money. We're yeah, we still learn about money. Yeah. But you yeah. did, a, you stepped up a lot and you paid for a lot of things mm. and you often took me out especially when i came to oxford you paid so yeah that's yeah. not a thing but i think when we're talking about like grown woman energy like when you're to a yes. point where you're like you're dating men who are in their 30s yes. 31 yes. 32 33 yes. absolutely be, yeah. i, I agree with the thing because they should be able to yeah and if i met you at that age I don't think there would have been any splitting anything 50 yeah. or sometimes i pay so, i don't think unless you forgot your wallet which I would trust that you really did forget your wallet. <laughs> so, but yeah, I yeah, wouldn't. If you, I wouldn't if, forget. Even if I forgot my wallet, you pay and I'll, and I'll put it back into it. Yeah. So, I so like, there's always a way around it. I think at a certain age, probably like a no. guy who's like yeah, you, five and up. You can't, you can't get away with not, not covering the. Once he's yeah. working and stuff, I, I think. I agree with that. Don't ask, don't ask for a date. If you, yeah. If you I agree with that. You know, the, the rent. It's like, no, nah, you don't have to, but like, the you know, the meals going out and, you know, movies and stuff like that. Holidays? What about holidays? Is that too much? If you're going to Ibiza, it's all right. <laughs> you're going to Cancun, that's, to... that's a different ball game, you know what I'm saying? Because <laughs> some girls will be out here talking about like, I'm going to fly first class. <laughs> mm, okay. There's nothing wrong with her. Climb on a bird. A bird will take you first class, yeah? <laughs> yeah. Stop it. <laughs> well, if you've got it like that, if you don't... Don't expect certain things from a man. Need to, need to go that. that says, if you've got it like that. <laughs> you got it like that. Yeah. Yeah, I think it depends on the kind of guy you're dating. I think expecting that of an average working guy in today's society with the current cost of living crisis. Yeah, we're still... I don't know. I don't know. No. I think, yeah. I don't know. But if you're the kind of woman that's like, listen, this is what I want. This is the kind of thing I want. Unless you're, if you're both go after holiday, those kind if you're of both going on holiday, like, it's different if you're both going on holiday. He, he can pay for it but it's some of these girls that are like I'm going on holiday with my friends uh, and yeah. it's like okay Wait, why are you <laughs> those girls why are you making those girls seem like that do you even know these girls do you even know these girls you're just, we're just taking I it I don't from, know them, but, but I can, I can, I can envision some brave hearts saying that <laughs> <laughs> saying that like no I want to go to Vegas with my girls and it's going to be like 4,000 5,000 pounds you're like okay enjoy your holiday <laughs> No. You like this? No. You know, I don't know how I feel about that because at the moment, <laughs> I don't know because exactly. I understand the whole soft life. I understand that women are worth it. They are worth they it. They are worth it, but they are worth it. But, but I think if you're not a wife, and this is this what we're is talking what about. I can, pay for, I can wife, pay for I... you as my wife to go on holiday with your friends. As a girlfriend, I don't know. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm just being honest. I can contribute to all I can as a girlfriend. As a girlfriend, yeah, you contribute. You know, you're saying, you, you know, I, I can say, okay, how much is it? You give her a little bit. I give you a little bit of this, bill spending money. But yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. if you just don't do anything, then it's a bit like, okay, do you really care about her? You know, some ha they'll have issues with that and whatnot. But to pay for everything, I don't, I don't know. And I think, for, yeah, I think I agree with that. I wouldn't want someone do, I wouldn't want my son pay, I wouldn't want Guav to pay for someone he's dating to go on holiday with, with her friends. And that's probably because of what we saw and 
the, what was being advertised on the, the latest version of what I think is Blue Therapy. We haven't really watched it, but... Yeah. Yeah, I don't think... If you are someone's girlfriend, I don't think... I don't think they need that. I don't think they need to pay for your holidays. Mm. I don't think they need to pay for your holidays. I think they should be contributing towards stuff. Yeah. But they shouldn't necessarily pay for your holiday. Now, if you're married to a rich man, if you're married to somebody who feels well, that they... Date, you mean you're dating? Oh, you're sorry. If you're dating should, to... Should if you're date. dating... But even then, see, this is why my no, I don't think even if he's rich, I don't think you should pay for your money unless he offers to and wants to. I don't think you should expect him to. Well, most people will expect it, especially if they know he's he's got money. They would expect it. They'd be like, "Well, he's you've got money. Why can't you just pay for my holiday?" Well, you know, the way I am as a woman, I will expect maybe you to want to pay for my holiday if you were rich, but I would never ask you to, and I would take note. Of yeah. what, that mean, what that means that you don't yeah. offer to you. I would yeah. just be like, okay, right. Well, let's. Those are let's subtle see. red flags, like yeah. they just need to be. Maybe aware. he's gonna be a bit off, a bit tight with his money, even when you are his wife. Yeah, true. So I'm, but I think being like, but why are you not paying for my holidays? Nah, yeah. that's not me, and not because I don't need a man to do anything for me. Because I think men should do stuff for their girlfriends and their wives, but. I feel like you don't know, you don't know how serious I am just as much as I don't know how serious so you are. So there's certain yeah. things I think are just reserved to a wife territory and yeah. paying for you to go on holidays with your friends, maybe if it was a birthday present, but that's, just randomly. Yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point. Yeah. No, and I wouldn't, anytime I want to go on holiday, I wouldn't be expecting you to pay. Yeah. So that's just where I stand on that. And Call me a pick me if you will, if you want to. I don't care. That's how. I, that's where I stand on that. I think. I think men have to also, you know, protect themselves because yeah, I can be taken I, for a ride. Yeah, you can be. You can be. Nobody yeah. should be taken for a ride. I agree. I, but I'm not saying that if you do pay for your girlfriend to go on holiday, that you are automatically being taken for a ride. Yeah. No, we're not saying that. We're not saying that. No. But. But the expectation. Yeah, that, that's that's the key thing. Expectation. That expectation. Let him be the one that offers it. Yeah. You, you can tell if someone is serious about you. If someone yeah. cares about you. And I'm not saying if, because if he he cannot afford to pay it, so this, you yeah. you would know the reason why. Yeah. I don't know why you're with him. You, yeah, you I mean, you are with him. You know what's yeah. going on. So yeah. he could be really rich, but all his money is tied like up. Like the tin the swindler. <laughs> <laughs> like the t- all his money is tied up right now and it's now tied up but it just needs 2000 to release the money <laughs> it is your 2000 to release is 20000 uh-huh. <laughs> then he called the police <laughs> okay 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 so we got I think was there anything else we think we might want to cover just before I think we, we go hey, this, this was an interesting topic it is it is, an interesting it is. Topic. but I don't think there's a there is there isn't a lot to 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 give out there, yeah. it's just I think the key thing is just be cautious. Yeah, you know, don't be alert. Red flags. Yeah, don't yeah. no red flags at all because that is crucial in this, especially when you're dating, especially when you're you're serious about someone, but you're not sure if they're serious about you. And that's why yeah. I say, yeah. hold back a hold bit on the cooking, the yeah. intimacy, the gift giving. Yeah. As a woman, mm. we love and we love hard. Oftentimes, as yeah. women, you know, we fall hard. Yeah. And women tend to be very committed to the one person that they're in love with at that time. I agree. I agree. And I think sometimes as well, and I've spoken about this with some of my girlfriends as well, sometimes I think we as women, we literally just, we get that man and then we just want that man to be everything that we want them yeah. to be. It's almost like sometimes you can blind yourself yeah. Yeah. from the reality of who that man really is. Yeah. 
because you're so focused on the future you're painting with this man mm. without even realizing that that's not he's not the man mm. that you're painting that future yeah. with because he's not going to perform in the way that you are expecting him yeah. to perform when you get to that point if you even get to that point so I feel like sometimes as women, we can be so like tunnel vision tunnel about vision. what we yeah. want in a relationship and then give too much in yeah. intimacy but, but, and but, all but of that. But that's, so, that's how you guys are, des that's how women are designed though. Don't go into that. No, but it's the truth though. But because if, if I believe if women were not designed that way, there'll be, men will be in trouble. I mean, I think there'll be less people in the world because <laughs> I'm not, I'm not being honest. <laughs> You know, we'll be in trouble, mate. Yeah, I'm telling you. Less people in the world. Less people in the world because, you know, yeah. yeah, yeah. A big, big, big issue. But I think for men, like, you know that woman, don't be afraid to commit. I know I keep saying that, but do not be afraid to commit. Yeah. It is not scary. I've done it. <laughs> I can do it. You can do well, it. Okay. okay. On that note, we're, def <laughs> we're done. Cut. We're finished. I mean, the episode's probably quite long as well, anyway. But yeah, I mean, how do we end it on video? Hello. How do we end it? Bye. Do you <laughs> See you next time. Uh, uh, what else we to end it? Do you think we've been ourselves? We have been. I think we. It took us a while. We but we warmed up into it. This is us. This is how we record yeah, this. This is how we are. This is just our. This is. If there was no cameras, I'm looking at this beautiful lady and I'm talking to her. That's it. This is how we are when we talk. You know, this is how we talk. This is how we talk. It, the, if you know us, if you know us, you will know that. Yeah, this is us. Yeah, this is us. But yeah. okay, so thank you for tuning into ITT podcast. We should be doing some. <laughs> we should be doing some sort of like goodbye. Let's do a dance. No, like, in fact, no. Fresh tuning. <laughs> you're, you're, the, you're weird. So yeah, I think I that's it. it. That's it. What about the dilemma? Oh my goodness, we have a dilemma. I'm going to quickly read it. Thanks for reminding me. Okay, so we have a dilemma. We're going to quickly answer it as best as we can. Hey guys, I've been a dedicated listener to your podcast since you started. And I must say it's helped me gain invaluable insights into relationships. Today, I find myself in a situation that I'm hoping you can shed some light on. My partner and I seem to have the same argument cycle repeatedly. It's not so much what we argue about, mm. it's what happens after the disagreement and I'm at a loss for how to deal with it. Mm. After the disagreement, he will often give me the silent treatment. Oh gosh, mm. Frank knows all about this. This is his <laughs> domain. Oh, um, no. We don't live together, but when we stay together, the silence may be for an hour. But when we are apart, the silence can go on for days. Oh, no. Usually, I will break the silence and encourage us to talk. And once we do, everything is fine but it feels like we're trapped in a never-ending cycle. Mm. I love my partner deeply and I know they feel the same way about me, but this constant stonewalling is causing me to feel frustrated, especially since I have voiced that this is not an effective way to communicate. I've come to the point that when he stonewalls, I just be silent right back. Mm. But I hate feeling like I'm hanging, waiting for the relationship to start up again, uh. or like I'm playing a game of who can silence the other one out. It's affecting the harmony in our relationship and I'm worried about the long-term consequences. Girl, girl. I'm reaching out to you for guidance on how to break this cycle. What should I do when he goes silent? What strategies can we employ to address this more constructively? How can we better understand each other's perspectives and reach resolutions that stick? 
I'm looking for practical advice that could help me navigate this challenging pattern and build a healthier, more harmonious relationship. Thank you for your time. And I eagerly await your insights. They've put their name, but I'm going to keep the name out of this. We'll just leave the name out. They know, the they know who they are. You know who you are. Yeah. Okay, so stonewalling, silent yeah. treatment. We've been there. Go yeah. for it, Frank. Go for what? What have you got to say for yourself? It's terrible. It's terrible. You don't do this anymore. Yeah. You don't. Let's just put that out there. Frank does not do this anymore. But this was our dilemma. Yeah. This was us, I would say, about at its strongest before we got married. Married, yeah. yeah. At its strongest. Yeah. So probably about 15 years ago. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe even like 12 years ago. Yeah. It carried on into the marriage a bit. A bit. Yeah, not as bad as it used to be, but it was still there. It was yeah, still there still a little bit. bit yeah. Until I would say about a good six years ago, I would yeah. say that's when it really, really, really stopped. Yeah. Maybe even seven. Yeah. Because I think it was only about two years. So ago. what's the solution? Know, Let's give them some solution. Yeah. Let's give them some solutions. Okay. So So what did we do? First of all, we just want to say we we really feel your pain. Yeah. Stonewalling silent treatment is actually a form of emotional or mental abuse yeah it is i i i, I would say yes it is it it's is. a form of abuse people and i think this is what we need to understand because it doesn't you, you probably don't think it's abuse because you're not trying to abuse the other person yeah. if you're the person doing it or because you understand that this person is not someone that deals very well with conflict. Mm, mm, but with me and Frank, I got to the point where I was so fed up of it because it was happening before we got married. It kind of eased off and then it kicked in a bit when we got married, after we were married and had kids because the stress of kids, that's when it came back. Mm. And I sat down one day and I looked up like silent treatment and stuff like that and stonewalling. And when I realized that it's actually abuse, I brought that to you and I sent him articles. Yeah. And I um, had a conversation with you we about it. it. We discussed, we discussed it. it. After reading the article, um, I understood yeah. what it actually is yeah. and the impact it does have mm. on, on people, not just on women, but like just on people that yes. that's on the other end of it. And that, that for me was... Uh, yeah. So a, a lot of alarm bells in my head. Yeah. Because um, yeah. it's like you're punishing the other yeah. person yeah. by withdrawing from them. Yeah. And a relationship is all about that togetherness. Yeah. It's all about that yeah. like affection and all of that. And so when you withdraw from them for such a long time, and we're not talking yeah. about like, half an hour, an hour, I think is fine. You you might need to go your separate yeah. ways. Get, yeah. Give each other space. Yeah, but for days. Days. Hours, yeah, hours and say yeah. do you remember like we used to have like four or five hours of not talking to each other yeah. and i know you're trying to give me the silent treatment yeah and i'll be like what's wrong you like nothing yeah talk to me about nothing yeah. and he's just refusing so i think it started to really chip away at my self-esteem especially after we had kids and things like that and i know that frank is the kind of person that needs space when yeah. he's upset yeah. he doesn't deal with it straight away but Bringing it to him as, listen, this is a form of abuse. is mm. chipping away at my mm. self-esteem. Yeah. And realizing that it's a deal breaker. Like, it's actually a deal breaker. Yeah. And I think I said that. Yeah, you. yeah. Realizing for myself that actually, no, I, I could not stay in the marriage like this if it carried on. Yeah. I was able to kind of communicate that to him and us to sit down and talk about it and 
and actually work together about how to fix it. Mm. And one of the things Frank said to me um, to help me understand him was that he actually needs me to stop talking. When he's done with a discussion or it's escalated or he feels like, you know what, I'm not here for it. One of the reasons why he starts to resent me and give me the silent treatment is because I consistently carry on. And I think I said it last week when we were talking yeah. about the 10 things yeah. that um, don't work and some of the things that we've learned. And one of the things I've learned is do not try to force a discussion. Yeah, when yeah it, don't try and resolve yeah, you know, issue right then and then. Yeah. Yeah. And so sure. I was able to have that conversation and be like, this is a deal breaker. It's actually a form of abuse. It's emotional mm. abuse. Yeah. It, there may not be there may not be physical scars, but you are actually hurting me. Yeah. And they're like little wounds. And I think him understanding that because he actually loves me, he was able to explain that he wasn't trying to do that on purpose, but what he was what was leading him to do that. So I could then take yeah. steps to not do the things that yeah. leads him to shut down. Yeah. And then he could take steps to like make sure that if I'm saying to him, Listen, you've shut down, yeah. He's yeah rectifying yeah because sometimes it could just be like in his head it might just be a case of he's not in the right frame of mind to talk yeah so he's not he might not be purposely be purposely doing what he's doing mm. and he might not even understand that he's stonewalling yeah that's another thing you have to like what you did because i did not understand what stonewalling was mm. but when you send me those articles and i read those articles I even went beyond this article. I read even more articles. I understood it much better than we had that discussion. Yeah. It made me feel really, really bad because I had been doing it for such a, you know, a long period of time. So it 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 allowed me to understand what it is and what I was actually doing wrong. So yeah, um, yeah I think it's worth sitting that person down, sitting your partner down and just literally just explaining what it is. Yeah. Yeah. And putting things like, don't play games. I think sometimes, you know, when you're talking about who can out-silence each other, yeah, don't do that, don't never do that. Do that. I, I don't think I ever tried to out-silence. Mm, actually, what am I talking you about? You did, you did. Sometimes I was like, you know what? He's not talking to me. I'm not Yeah, to yeah. But obviously that, that didn't last for long because... No, so you, you could... Yeah, I could... You were pro and <laughs> gay. I was like that. I'm, I'm not going to talk. So yeah, I know. Yeah. I, I, but, but I'm glad that you, you were not like that because that our relationship could have just faded away yeah it was so the fact now. that you brought it to me um because in my head i I'm, i was not i was not thinking oh well she's gonna get stonewalled today <laughs> no that's, that's yeah. not it's not the case it's just like you know we've had an argument i just i don't want to talk about it sometimes i just need some time to think to myself and just you know recollect my thoughts and, yeah and then but really days days not, by the second day you know you're just yeah 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 the second day it's like it's a, it's extreme though uh, what happens a couple when you, of hours when you used to get to like the second day and stuff by the second day i'm embarrassed mm. so when you did get to that embarrass em embarrassing <laughs> stage as a man your ego is like um you do it i'm not doing it all i'm not going to I'm not. I'm not owning up to it. It's, that's that's between you and her. It's like who's, I'm telling you, it's your embarrassed. So you then not want to say anything out of out of shame, out of you know embarrassment. So it's like, yeah, don't let it get to don't let it get that 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 long. So when you were used to get to that embarrassed level, what were you hoping for? Did you appreciate me coming I to did. break this? That's why sometimes when you came, like I softened up and be like immediately. And girl, she came like <laughs> shit. I don't know what me and my ego would have done. <laughs> but it's not good. It's not good because you should not, we shouldn't be at that. We shouldn't get to that position. Mm. What? 
when that happened, um, it it does make it made it made it feel a bit softer. That well, they wouldn't talk about it. They'll then yeah. apologize, but. That got to that point where yeah, I wasn't doing, wasn't that. doing that anymore. Yeah. I think one thing I also said to Frank, and I, I don't know if you'll mind me saying, but there was one thing I said to Frank where it was like, it got to the point where I wouldn't come to you anymore. And I think we actually had a discussion where we spoke about it. He apologized for doing it. And I said, from this day, mm. I will not come to you again if you're stonewalling me. If, you, if you're silent, mm. I will not come yeah. to you. But that's after... You brought the stone wall yeah, yeah, to me and yeah. I understood it. Yeah, that was a new wall at that. Yeah. We because yeah. she's asking for practical. Yeah, yeah. So, of course, of course. You know, first expressing how serious it is. Yeah. Maybe send him some articles to show that this is a serious thing. You know, yeah. you might not. There's be a lot of things me. on YouTube. There's so yeah. many videos on YouTube about stonewalling. Yeah, yeah. But you're actually hurting me the same yeah. way that's you know an yeah. abused, an not abuse. exactly the same way, but an abused it, it, woman. It's the same. Yeah, it's the same as you, you know him punching you. Yeah, like it's the same kind of thing. Kind of hurt. They leave like, scars. Yeah, and him understanding that is important. But then you also have to think to yourself, is this a deal breaker? Which is where I got to. Where I was like, well, I will divorce if I have to because I'm not going to live a life of misery and getting randomly stonewalled. So expressing that to your partner as well, like this is so serious that this is where we're headed. Yeah. Um, and then his response will then help you to kind of know what next steps are best for both yeah. of you. So in our case, for example, Frank expressed what made him get to that point we could then map out what lets us get to that point um there were certain behaviors that i promised not to exhibit yeah. there were certain things i promised not to do like yeah. forcing the discussion yeah. shouting i wasn't always calm and feminine shouting i wasn't always shouting like that i have to you have to really round me up to get to a point where i'm shouting yeah like i i don't i don't default on shouting no, no. and craziness no but you know, there was things that we put in place for our relationship. And I think that's what would happen once you do these things. Once you kind of reach out to him and say, listen, this is what you're doing. This is how serious it is. This is why it's a deal breaker. And then um, let him kind of take ownership of that. And if he doesn't look, if he doesn't change, if it's a deal breaker, you have to let the relationship go. Yeah. yeah. You can't if, he's not, if he's not willing to change, then I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah. That's a, yeah. yeah. It's a wrap. It's a wrap because yeah. you can't, especially if you're not married. I don't think they are married. Yeah. If you're not married, then run. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> run. If he's not willing to change. <laughs> if he's not willing to after, change. After explaining what it is, after yeah. he's, he's, you know, he's, he's been, given, he's that been given that chance and you've, you've made it clear that it's important to you. Um, mm. It's a deal breaker for you. Um, yeah. And it still does the same thing. Then yeah. yeah. Maybe he's not willing to change. Yeah. Maybe it's yeah. not the right person for you. If you are already married, and your husband's doing this, I think, show, or, or your wife, yeah. you know, it yeah. could be, women do this as well. That's true. Some women do it really, really strongly. But, um, yeah, yeah, bring it to them, show them how it's impacting you, decide if it's a deal breaker, and if it is, communicate that. Talk about the steps you're going to put in place yeah. to prevent that happening. And like I said, my th thing was that, from this day forth, I'm just not going to come to you. Yeah. So he would already know, there's no, I'm not even playing that game. Yeah. I'm just not coming to you because we've agreed that I'm not going to come mm. to you. So it, you're coming to me, started getting sooner yeah. and sooner and sooner, yeah. and it just kind of stopped. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, yeah. But I think, yeah, yeah. you're going to have to work out what that strategy is together. Yeah. Because there's probably different things that you're doing from what I was doing. And then and not just to blame you, but there's also 
different things yeah, he needs course, to deal course, with about how he's reacting to certain yeah. things that's making him get there as well. So that's our advice. Communication. Communication, <laughs> yeah. Talk. Communicate. And be open. Just talk. Yeah. To him. Talk to him. And be don't bluff. I always say as well. Do don't, not bluff. Don't bluff. Be be willing to walk. Yeah. Yeah. Be be willing to walk. And that's for men and women. And men, yeah, for both. Men mentioned yeah. going through it. Either. Yeah. And thank you for for writing in. Yeah, and thank you for that. That was a that's a really good one because that's something that we've actually experienced. So yeah. Okay, so that is our. That's it. That's it. That's it today. So that's it, guys. You've heard our views on acting like a wife or husband before marriage. You've heard what we think about the impact that culture and religion and all of that can have on it as well. We've given you some tips on how to kind of prevent this or how to avoid doing this. Yeah. Um, and also, like we said as well, it's it's just our view. So take from it what you will. Yeah. Um, if it resonates with you, then great. And if it doesn't, then continue doing what you're doing because each person and each relationship is unique. Yeah. Make sure you tune in next week where we'll be talking about dot, dot, dot. We're not going to tell you what we're going to be talking about because we don't even know if we're going to be talking about it. It's a surprise. <laughs> but make sure you tune into the next episode. Don't forget to email us any of your questions, comments or dilemmas at itt.thepodcast at gmail.com or send us a DM on Instagram at itttpodcast all one word. Thank you for hanging out with us and we'll speak to you on the next one. Bye. Bye.